Hi, welcome to The Message in the Mess. I hope you are all having an amazing Saturday. And I hope you find something to be grateful for. Today's topic, mean girls. Do their parents know? Just teasing. Mean women more like. I am in my 50s. And I think I have had more encounters with mean women uh, than I did in high school. I don't understand it. I don't understand the concept of it. But I did actually find an article about mean women and especially mean women in the workplace. Go figure. So I'm going to share some of the statistics that I found. Mean girls or women is called relational behavior. Relational behavior means that these people um, have some sort of a close or they deem close relation with you. And you may not have very strong boundaries. Or you could be like me where you just do not process any sort of aggression at all. And I don't process any sort of aggression at all because I have PTSD. So when people start getting aggressive towards me, it, it shuts me down, completely shuts me down. But here are some, some things to look for around women that you hang out with or even work with. Cyberbullying, gossiping. And on the gossip front, I just want to say something. If you have a friend who is always telling you about what everybody else is doing, possibly, I don't know, not being kind about this person behind their back, they will do it to you. Just take that in, let it resonate with you because it's a truth. If you sit with somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, Jesse, she just can't get her crap together. Like that guy she's dating, he is nasty and, you know, she's put on some weight and I don't know, I think she could use some Botox. She's just not looking herself lately. The question I would ask the person telling me about Jesse is, have you thought to talk to Jesse to make sure she's okay? Have you asked her how her mental health is? No? Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't do that, did you? No. Mm -mm. Those people will do the exact same to you. It's just sit back and watch it. I promise. Harassment, intimidation, ostracizing. And just in case some of you don't know what that means, it means leaving you out, not including you in things. Like, you know, um, the pretty girl click and you get left out of it. You see all these women who are drop dead gorgeous. And you know what? You, you, you are beautiful in your own way, but you don't look like they do. And you don't get invited to go out um, to happy hour or included on lake day or invited to the gym because maybe, maybe you have some weight to lose and they're just judging you because you don't look like them. I don't know. This is just my input on it. Verbal insults. 
I'm going to share a story and I am going to use discretion when I do this because it's fresh and new and it happened to somebody that I absolutely adore. She works for a company and there was a manager there who did not care for her for some reason or another, made her feel bad about herself, was talking behind her back and was badgering her at work. So she made a spelling error or grammar error. I can't remember which it was. And she walked up and she's pointing at the screen and she says to her, read this. Did you not catch that? Why didn't you catch that? Well, here's the sad thing. She was overwhelmed in her position, one, because her supervisor didn't train her properly, right? And two, she had other things going on emotionally, and she was just trying to keep her head above water while going to school. She was going to school so that she could actually be certified in this trade, right? And this person, her supervisor, her manager, I think may have felt threatened by her. I'm not sure, but she was trying to take her down. Now, eventually that, that manager slash supervisor, whatever you want to call her, she, she got let go from her position. And I can at this point only imagine why, because she was abusive she was condescending and she wasn't training her employees. And there's this book called the setup to fail syndrome. It's for owners and managers. And it basically teaches that 90% of the time you are the problem. If you see repetition with different employees, like they start really strong and then all of a sudden, you know, they're they're missing the mark or they're not doing things right. You have to ask yourself, were they trained properly? Do they feel comfortable coming to you and talking to you about what is going on in the workplace? And if they make a mistake, will they come to you? Well, if you're a mean girl, chances are no. You're being abusive. So now I'm going to get into a couple things. So if you are in this environment and I'm just gearing this, I'm sorry, guys, I'm gearing this towards the women because it, it, I have, most men will not put up with this crap. Like guys, if they have an issue, they hash it out and they move on where I, I see women have this tendency to regurgitate and keep things going over and over and over again. And especially if you are dealing with a mean woman, she wants you to feel bad about yourself. Like that's her goal. And if you have a friend that does this, right? It's the same thing. Let that sink in. You have a friend that wants you to feel bad about who you are. That's not a friend. That's not somebody I want in my circle, guys. That's not somebody I want in my tribe. It is hard enough some days for me just to be me. And if somebody's nitpicking me and doesn't doesn't agree with who I am, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I am not being that mean person, 
Let me be. There's plenty of other people out there you can go be friends with. You do not have to be overly critical with who I am. I have had women make jokes about my tattoos. I've had women make jokes about my weight. I've been left out and not asked to go do things. And I used to get really hurt. Now um, I'm okay when that happens more than I used to be. I am, I would say, more comfortable not being included if people really don't want me there. Used to be, I would be like, I have to make them like me, no matter what the cost. And usually the cost was something with me, like going above and beyond or, oh my goodness, guys, raw, real moment. I used to have to, well, I thought, let me rephrase this. I thought I had to buy my friendships. It was at a time in my life where I was doing very well financially. And I really, I didn't know how to be a friend and I didn't have time. So if I wanted girl time, I would buy it, take people to dinner, buy them gifts, whatever it was. And I finally realized when I lost everything I had that those people only wanted to be around me because of what I had to offer, not because of who I was. That sucked, but it was an amazing life lesson that I, the only thing I have to bring to a friendship is my time, which is something I can never get back. And holding space, just allowing people to be who they are. And I think sometimes I'm pretty funny. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people think that I'm not, but I do think I'm funny. So back to the topic at hand, mean women. If you are dealing with one in the workplace and they are a boss or an owner and you do not feel um, that you can go to them and have this conversation with them first, if it is a supervisor and there are higher ups in the company, whether it's upper management or the owner, go to those people. And I know you might be afraid of having recourse. So here's here's my suggestion. Put it in writing. Put it in writing, whether it's in an email format or you mail it to them. Put everything in writing. Because if nothing happens, you need that on your side, right? You need that. Now, if you go to the person and nothing changes, nothing happens, I I know this is hard, but it's time for you to put your letter of resignation in and find another place to go. I know that's scary and I know it's hard, but if it is affecting your mental health, if it's affecting your relationships, if, if it's affecting your family, you have to do something. And I know it's scary. Change is scary. I am not a fan of change. I know I said that out loud. I'm really not. I will I will go with the flow and I will do it, but I will be anxious as all get out inside. 
but I will make that change. I will do it. And I'm at the age now that I will not stay someplace if it is, if it's a hostile work environment or if there are mean people, I I won't, I don't have to stay. I'm too old for that. And my body can't take it. I am going to do a podcast eventually on PTSD, but I'm actually working on getting, getting through some things to be able to speak about how I'm getting through it. Again, I never, I never realized that I would be in a situation where I would have gotten, um, basically verbally attacked by a coworker, like berated. It, it was a horrible experience. It was very scary. And this was somebody that I was trying to help. And actually I wouldn't even say a coworker. I was, um, the supervisor, she was um, under me and it was coming close to, we were closing down a medical facility and this girl not only took advantage of the fact that I was letting people go on interviews or take phone calls during the workday because I wanted everybody to find a job. I helped this person um, through some traumatic things that she had um, went through and I talked to her about triggers and PTSD and getting therapy and all of these things. Well, the day that she verbally attacked me, she threw everything I taught her in my face. And she was she was taller than me and she was bigger than me. And she was across my desk and she was yelling, pointing her finger at me. And she's like, are you triggered? Because I'm triggered. You're triggering me. Well, I taught her the word trigger, right? <laughs> I taught her what it meant. And I did. I I called the police because, yes, she triggered me. And I had her escorted off the property. Am I sorry for doing that? No. Do I think she ever learned a lesson from it? No. Do I think she is in probably another job now, probably maybe bullying other people? Possibly. It makes my heart sad that there are people who go into work and don't enjoy what they do. They don't enjoy what they do because of the person that they work for. I don't ever want to work for a company that I don't enjoy walking into every morning. There are, of course, going to be days where you're not happy doing what you're doing because of the stressors, but that that's an ebb and flow, right? You have some days that are crazy and chaotic, and there's other days that y- you you get up excited to go to work. You want to be there. You want to be with your peoples. But when you have to be around a mean person, a mean girl, especially, it, it makes it, it makes it hard. And it's not fun. And again, with just friendships, I do not want to be around people who are mean in any sort of way. Now, there are sometimes I don't think that people even know 
that they're doing it. But if you point it out and nothing changes, there's your answer. I would be devastated if somebody said, I really feel like you're being mean to me and I feel like you're gunning for me. I would have to take a step back and really assess me as a human, me as a Christian. And what's going on inside of me that I'm lashing out at other people? Because the bottom line is if I am that type of person, it is my responsibility to do my work and to change. That responsibility falls on me, not somebody else. And if you are a victim of this, first, I want to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that somebody has hurt you. Somebody has not given you a safe place to be, and especially a place that you are almost at work longer than you are awake at home. And you feel stuck. I can't imagine if this is you right now and, you, and you're listening to this, one, reach out to me. Because I think I can help you get through some of this. My background is really in, um, I was in the automotive industry for 20 some odd year in the manufacturing side, but I did HR. Um, I ran a company basically. And then after that, um, I've always found myself in human resource positions because I care about people and I want to see them thrive in the workplace. I want to bring out the best of them, not the stress in them. (laughs) It's a true statement. And I pray that if you are in this position, that you are able to leave and find a place that will welcome you with open arms. Now, if you move positions and you find the same type of thing happening again, it might be because this is something that you grew up with and you're used to and you're seeking it out and you don't even realize you're doing that. And if that's the case, um, I have a great woman. Her name is Bonnie and she does something called shadow work. And you might need to work on, you know, your upbringing and what you went through and ways to um, deal with things. Codependency is a big issue sometimes in the workplace, at home. And she's, she's awesome. I am, I just signed up for another eight week program with her and I am working on the very same thing because as most of you know, I have not been on for a couple weeks. And the reason I have not been on for a couple weeks is because I went through a pretty big bout of depression my anxiety, I'm going to get emotional. My anxiety was pegged um, most days. And I was really, really struggling. I had honest, heartfelt conversations with my husband, um, with my mom and sister, and with a couple of my very close friends. 
And I know most of it, it just stems from um, losing my friend back in March and the PTSD that was re-triggered from that. So I am doing much better today. Um, I was having four to eight panic attacks a day. I am down to zero to one, which is amazing. And I am journaling again. I am working on being kind to myself and holding space for myself. And I'm, I'm super proud of myself because I was not sure I was ready to go back to work. Um, I never really thought I would go back into an office environment, to be honest with you, after um, the place I work for closed up. I just don't like being around constant negativity or being around people who gossip and are mean to other people. I don't like that. Not a fan of it. So I am making sure that one stay this time I stay very clear of it, but I also have strong boundaries at this point. Like I am not going to be bullied by coworkers. I am not going to um, get into having a need to be liked or befriended. I'm there to do a job and my job is human resource, right? So most of the time the interaction with me is gonna be when something's not going right. So I know there will be times where people don't like me and that's that's okay because I wasn't hired um, to be people's friends. I was hired there to set up policies and procedures and make sure that there's a cohesive work environment. I'm pretty darn good at doing that. <laughs> so guys, I'm getting ready to wrap this up and One, I want to thank you guys again for tuning in and listening because, again, your time is something you can't get back. And if you would be so kind as to share this on social media, via text or however, to help my numbers grow. Um, My first podcast had 89 listeners. My last one I did um, three weeks ago had 18. I am I am doing this because I want it to grow and I want to help people. And to be honest, if it ends up only being me talking to me and downloading it, I'm still going to do it because I think for me, it's cathartic. It helps me work through things and it helps me feel like I'm getting, I'm telling stories. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm talking about subjects other people don't want to talk about. And I do love that. But there's a cost to doing this. I have to, I have a subscription that I pay for every month. And again, my husband purchased um, all this amazing equipment for me to use. In the next couple of weeks, I am going to start having some guests come on with me to um, cover some topics that I think are important. I have um, a friend of mine who suffers from MS and I want to um, have her on so she can share with you guys her struggles and how she's overcoming them. I also want to have my friend Bonnie Sue on, who is my Reiki practitioner. 
And I want her to share her story, how she's helped so many people and how she has used Reiki, plant medicine, meditation, yoga to help people heal their lives. So stay tuned, my beautiful humans, and uh, buckle up for um, some fun discussions, some difficult discussions. I I will be doing a podcast um, because we're in September. October is Domestic Violence Awareness. And as most of you know who have listened, I am a survivor. So I will be going over some statistics I will also um, be sharing more of my story. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I hope you remember your enoughness is enough. And if you don't see that in yourself, find me, find me on social media. I'm on the message in the mess. I am, I am under uh, Heather Presley on Facebook. I hope, honestly, you know that you're here for a reason. And sometimes it's up to you to find that reason. Have an amazing week. I'll see you or talk to you (laughs) soon. 